Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, December 9th, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Isaiah 59, verse 2, which says, But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Well, onward and upward, my fellow saints, on this cold, damp, and snowy Thursday in the early days of Advent, that time of waiting and watching for our Lord and Savior Jesus to appear at that joyful time of celebration we call Christmas. And we might have a somewhat better time this year than we did last year when the COVID-19 virus obliterated much of everything and every pleasure. But it's still far from what we used to consider normal. Oh yes, there are decorations, lights, food shopping, gift buying, and such. But underneath it all, COVID and its variants are still kicking up a mighty storm. And we still need to be very concerned about what's happening in our own backyard, as well as our world, since there's really no good news to report. Numbers are up all over, and the dissension with the vaccine, and if the virus is real, and the numerous other problems seems to be increasing rather than decreasing. So friends, this morning, I have a little bit of info to share with us from a wonderful source, a magnificent tome of enduring wisdom and vision, re-national corruption and consequent suffering. And I know we all agree that there's way too much corruption and suffering in our world. But why is that, eh? The word says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue hath muttered perverseness. None calleth for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. They trust in vanity, that's empty words, and speak lies. They conceive mischief, that's trouble or evil, and bring forth iniquity. And we find that in Isaiah 59, 1-4. And just like it was back in Israel, in those corrupt, sinful, and disobedient days, the same it is today in our supposed more enlightened time. There's not one act named above there of which our world is not also guilty of, just like Israel was back in olden times. And did they? suffer for their disobedience and turning away from the God of their forefathers? Yes, they did. So why do we think that we are different? Eh? It's the same crimes we have committed and are still committing. 
So why shouldn't we suffer like judgment? Oh, friends, our sins, our iniquity, our disobedience have separated us from God's presence, especially since we are so intent on removing him from our society. He's leaving us alone to fix our business, which anyone with a modicum of wisdom knows that we cannot do. Now, listen further to the book, to the good book, as it describes our pagan society in lurid and vivid detail. It says, Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their parts. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment that's justice in their goings or their tracks. They have made themselves crooked paths, and whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. And that comes from Isaiah 59, 7-8. Yes, my fellow believers, we could not write a more accurate description of our ineffective, immoral, and ungodly society right now. It's a total mess. No peace, no justice, only crookedness and corruption, violence and evil doing. And I don't know of another time in history when innocent blood has been shed so easily and in such alarming amongst as we are currently doing in what is essentially a time of peace. So it's no coincidence that the good book continues. Therefore is judgment, that's justice, far from us. Neither does justice, that's righteousness, overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity or darkness. For brightness, but we walk in darkness or gloom. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. We roar all or growl like bears, and more saw, sorry, and mourn saw that moan sadly like doves. We look for judgment or justice, but there is none for salvation, but it is far off from us. And that comes from Isaiah 59, 9-11. Oh, my brethren, that such indisputable truth re our current society, that it's not funny. We are looking for salvation, wisdom, and peace, but in all the wrong places. Our leaders have become hopeless tyrants and oppressors, reminding us of the very applicable words of Jesus, read the leaders in his day, where he says, let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. And that's taken from Matthew 15, 14. No wonder our world is quickly going to hell in a handbasket with the poor quality of leadership we currently have. And please, please don't go blaming the secular world for all of our problems. No? The body of Christ, his church is also guilty of a lot of those sins and transgressions. 
we are supposed to be one body sharing the love and salvation of Christ. <laughs> but, but, you know, instead, we are an ever-growing separatist body of denominations, cliques, and cults, all spewing our own divergent and disparate versions of God's word and his salvation. As Brother Paul wrote to Timothy, read the end times, he says, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous or money lovers, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, that's irreconcilable, false accusers or slanderers, incontinent or without self-control, fierce, and that's brutal, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady or reckless, high-minded or haughty, lovers of pleasures more than or rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. And that comes from 2 Timothy 3, verses 2 to 5. Army people, all those ungodly and sinful traits are very prevalent in our current society. Even many of the supposed religious have mere religion and no real spiritual life. So why are we surprised at the sad and sorry, sorry state we are in it? And if Christ's church does not stand up strong and courageous and try to counteract them, then our world will just naturally fall to pieces, more likely than not implode from the hatred and evil currently existing deep within its soul and heart. But you know what, friends? Good news. It's not too late. All is not yet lost. There's a relatively small group of us who are sincerely trying to turn things around by putting forth the true word of God and the real gospel or good news of Christ. And the Lord has bestowed on us numerous blessings to help us in our work, but they need to be spoken out loud before they can take effect. So let's declare what we call our Thursday blessings in loud and confident voice now. I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare today 
and every day. Amen. <laughs> now, my people, let's get out into the evil and ungodly world and do our God-given tasks, no? sharing the word of God and those many blessings just as generously as the Lord shared them with us. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the antidote to evil in the world, the church, yes, Christ's body of faithful believers. Yes, friends, that's what we're supposed to be, the antidote to evil. But the problem is many of us are encouraging the evil rather than trying to stop it. So please, let's stop doing that now. Let's do what we're supposed to do. Live for Jesus. Do the right things. And we pray all of that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.